0: And the ones that were doing okay before now are doing brilliantly. Visit CTC Math today and start your free trial. That's ctcmath.com. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Hey friends and welcome, this is Felice Skirwitz with a, an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. In fact, we are at episode 498 and today our topic is preparing for storms. You can find today's uh, show notes at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com, look for episode 498. Well friends, I hope you're doing well and as I'm recording this, it's in the midst of summer And summer brings all kinds of storms with it in most areas of our United States and possibly abroad if you're listening from a different country, welcome. But as parents, we can prepare our kids for many things, but often we don't prepare our kids for storms. And this is such an uncertain world and something we as parents can do to help alleviate the fears our kids may have as well as helping them to cope with the unexpected and sometimes dangerous. And as I was working on this recording, I really uh, started thinking about the analogy between physical storms that we uh, deal with as well as some of those other storms, which are the events that happen in our lives. And I really think that um, teaching our children to be prepared first at a basic level with our physical needs can go a long way Toward helping them cope with other things that happen in their lives. I want to thank today's sponsor, that is CTC Math. You can visit their website for more information. And our sponsors help us to bring you these podcasts for free year-round. Visit ctcmath.com. Well, storms are a thing no matter where you live. How prepared are you? As a teenager, I moved to Southwest Florida after living up north. I lived in New York and then even a few years in Canada, and I was used to the ice, hail, and snowstorms that kept us homebound for days. In fact, in the summer, it very rarely got up um, into into the seventies or low eighties, and I, um, you know, as a child, didn't like the snow, and I watched as cars skidded off the road during ice storms. And even though our parents um, had prepared our car with essentials in case we were stuck in a a storm, it still helped me uh, to be aware of being prepared and also, um, you know, watching the weather and getting some good advice in that way. I really think this helped me as I grew up because I didn't fear storms as much when I was prepared. And then I moved uh, to Florida and here we have heavy downpours. In fact, sometimes the downpours are so heavy that you see inexperienced drivers will pull off the road, especially in the interstate. And, you know, we've learned that if you just drive, you know, a little bit slower, um, you know, not too slow, but, you know, a little bit less maybe than the speed limit. um, You can, you know, keep up with the visibility and so forth. But if you're not experienced, and you don't know what to expect, then pulling over is probably the best thing. And so when you're prepared, and you know what to expect, then it helps. You know, early spring and summer here um, are a totally different story, because we had, um, you know, a near brush with a tornado for the first time ever, not that this area doesn't get them, but one barrel down our street and hit a few houses, but missed ours. And this was about a year ago. And then there's been plenty of hurricanes that we've had to prepare for. And our previously very wooded acreage is now bare. And we have a roof that needed to be repaired after the last storm hit. So while we are keeping track of things that go on, we still need to be prepared for, you know, the unexpected. And sometimes you just can't be prepared, right? But when you have children, it is important to let them know, you know, what you can do and what you can expect to do in case of a storm. I know for those of you who have um, tornadoes, you know, there is possibly a safe room you go into or, you know, a closed-off bathroom that you go into. Uh, the same thing here. When we have storms, we stay away from windows. We are blessed uh, downstairs anyway. We have impact glass windows, but that doesn't mean that they can't crack, you know, if something hits it really hard. So, you know, safety is important in letting our kids know that, um, you know, that there are things that we can do and steps we can take, and that goes a long way to alleviating not only our stress, but theirs. The other thing too is our kids will pick up if we're upset and worried. They will know it. And of course, there is a need for concern. And being honest with your children and listening to their concerns is one way to alleviate anything that may happen. Of course, there are no guarantees. But when it comes to preparation, we can do that ahead of time. And and involve your kids, allowing kids to help Uh, will make them feel productive and part of the family. You know, as a homeschooler, we turn storms into science lessons. My kids used to say, Mom, you will find a lesson in anything. And that's true. You know, we studied the origination of storms. We picked up hurricane tracking maps from our local, you know, um, even grocery store had them and listened for advice from the authorities. The children learned so much about upper lows and fronts and storm surges. You know, something new that we get is uh, we get um, big gusts of the Saharan uh, desert, uh, sands and winds and, and uh, you know, the, the the sand, which I thought, gosh, that has to be bad, you know, for the environment and the climate. But actually, it, it dissipates storms. We had two storms out in the Gulf and... Um, out in the Atlantic, I mean. And it was amazing because these, you know, these sands come through and um, just kind of break things apart. So, you know, the last hurricane that hit had a record storm surge, and we kept hearing about storm surges. And that again was something we had not heard about, and we're not right on the water. We live close to it, but, you know, we kept hearing this thing ab- about it. And, oh, my gosh, the storm surges really wiped out, you know, most of um, of the smaller homes in Fort Myers Beach, close to where I live. So, you know, there's so many times when the best thing to do is to evacuate and to listen to the authorities and do that. Uh, we've had to evacuate a couple of times in past years. And truthfully, we just turned it into a vacation, we visited for a family um, up in the Tennessee area. And, um, you know, the children weren't concerned. If you are going to evacuate, that is something you need to do as early as you can, because getting stuck in traffic and running out of gas is not a good thing. So, you know, these are things that we're concerned about things that we talk to um, you know, our spouse about and try to get a handle on. And just a few things, uh, you know, a list that I've used in the past is looking at the storms that happen in your area and knowing when the season is. You know, we know when our hurricane season is and just keeping an eye, maybe an extra eye on the weather or if you have a weather app. And then the second thing I look at is do I have the necessary supplies to withstand a power outage, because that's going to be pretty much the first thing that's going to go is our electric. The third is what non perishable foods do I have on hand? Again, another thing that is helpful in case you don't have power. And then I make a list of the things that I need, um, such as flashlight batteries and backup power chargers. Uh, these things are helpful. And then we check over our list of supplies weeks before whatever season begins. And one of the things that we have on hand that we added um, after our first couple of years was uh, generators that we actually can uh, plug into our power panel in our home. And that was probably the best um, use of an electrician that we've ever paid uh, to come to our home and get that set up for us so that Uh, when the storm is over, we're able to um, run a generator outdoors and run those lines into our power grid, you know, of our home and be able to run just the essentials. And then what does your list look like? What kinds of things do you need? Again, another activity for your kids is just asking them, you know, make a list of the things you think you need when you have a storm. And watch what they put on that list. It's really funny. I had one of my Uh, little ones put down uh, candy bars was an essential in his mind. Uh, And something we didn't even have that often, but I thought that was kind of funny. But the preparation list could look like, you know, batteries, flashlights, battery backup, um, box goods, you know, things such as uh, protein bars and things like that, canned goods, disposable plates and napkins, Uh, put water in the tub, our uh, water uh, is from a well system, and which is hooked up to electricity. So at some point, you're going to run out of water if the electrics out. And so that is, again, something that we do. Um, And then uh, another power source would be a generator, which only can be run outdoors, unless you have a whole house generator, which is a blessing if you do Another thing we stock is extra propane for our grills and also extra gas cans because, um, again, because everyone's leaving town, uh, gas gets really low and there can be very long lines in order uh, to get refilled. And then things like a crank radio, um, you know, another source that does not need power and a backpack that's packed in case you need to leave. You know, in addition to these all-important items such as, you know, um, supplies that you're going to need, you really need to have your papers and valuables that should be in waterproof bags or in a sturdy fireproof and waterproof safe. If you need to retrieve these items quickly, it helps to have them packed in waterproof bags that are ready to go that's also something we invested in years ago we bought uh, these waterproof bags that we conceal and we put our valuables in there in case we needed to you know quickly leave we've um, you know evacuated as I shared with you earlier a few times during hurricane season especially when our children were younger when our our kids got older I felt like they could handle more of the stress because if you're sitting in a home uh, you know, with a hurricane, uh, you know, blowing things in debris wildly outdoors, it gets kind of uh, nerve wracking, especially if it's a long period of time. And so, you know, you have to make that call as a family and discuss that with the kids. And, um, you know, we took a big cooler full of our perishable meats and we headed to relatives homes. And when we came home, you know, we did find that the electric had gone out and it took some time to get everything cleaned up. And again, it was a family affair. We talked about it you know, at times I would just say to the kids, how you doing? And, you know, some of my kids just thought, oh, this is so much fun, you know, and, um, you know, I think sometimes kids are more resilient. But again, it depends on your attitude and if you're uh, freaking out or not. And, you know, the last storm, we didn't have electric for about two weeks and internet for longer than that. I, I swear it took a good, um, you know, month or two months to get our cable back working. Uh, So, you know, these kinds of things we have to prepare for and know. So all of those things, um, you know, just being prepared are helpful. And some kids are afraid of just things like lightning. And you can listen to their concerns and then, again, identify the problem and maybe have a lesson with them and share with them the science behind lightning. Explain that thunder causes lightning and light travels faster than sound and we can see the flash before we hear the noise. And when we hear thunder, it's too late. We need to get indoors immediately. So there are weather apps you can get on your phone. And my grandkids are used to asking their mom, you know, where's the lightning when they uh, see a storm because they want to go back swimming and they have to make sure that the lightning's far enough away. And then look at the storms that are in your area. You know, if you have tornadoes, then you must have an evacuation plan um, in place, and do your kids know what to do in case of emergency? <clears throat> this can also be if there's a fire in the home. You know, where do the kids go? Um, at one point, when I had two children that were in the upstairs uh, bedrooms, you know we made sure to have all of our um, you know fire equipment working really well, such as uh, smoke detectors and so forth. Uh, So they knew that in an event they couldn't get downstairs, that there was a window in the bathroom that they were able to climb on the toilet and they could easily climb up on the roof. So you need to um, have that discussion. And at this point, my kids were older teenagers. So I was, you know, comfortable leaving them up upstairs. But again, you know, do you have a fire evacuation plan? Do you know what to do in case of an emergency? You know, my children um, were a little bit on the strange side in that they treated storms like a big adventure, and I did not share their sentiment. But although I tried to keep my freaking out internally, uh, my husband knew that I did not like storms. I mean, who does, right? But having kids who are excited rather than frightened was very helpful. And my daughter, now a young adult, uh, weathered the last storm here with us. My other adult daughter with her kids stayed in their home because their um, home is, is really secure. And um, one my one daughter lives a couple of hours north of us, and that was where the storm was predicted to hit. So she traveled south to stay with us, and the storm didn't hit the northern portion. It hit us harder. And so, you know, you never really know exactly where the storm is going to go. You just do the best you can. But her area was without electric for a while. And then she was here to help us, you know, clean up and everything. So it it all worked out. So when children are smaller, it's a good idea to let them see the real world and not shelter them totally. That doesn't mean we go and show them devastation or pictures or start watching the news stories on air. I have to tell you that the biggest blessing was we didn't have cable so that we could not see the devastation in our area. Because later when we were able to drive around, um, the beaches were off limits because they were only letting um, residents back. And even that was after a period of time. Um, You know, it's still uh, hard to see. I was um, on Pine Island with my husband, Matt Lachey. A couple of days ago, and there's still buildings that are just on their side that were right on the water. So it's still hard to see, um, but if we protect our children totally and we don't address their concerns, it's just something they're going to bury. And in this way, our kids will grow to be resilient and prepared to deal with the hardships in the future. Some kids have unfounded fears, for example, a fear of the dark. Think back to your childhood. And think about how this was addressed in your life. Sometimes our fears are ignored and that can make them worse. Scaring each other by hiding behind doors or under beds was not allowed in our home. And this was a rule that I carried on in our own family. And I let our children know that they were to encourage each other and to make each other feel safe and confident. Uh, As an aside, I don't like scary movies and never watch them for the same reason, um, because who needs that unnecessary fear and concern for no reason. So I think talking to your children and letting them know what's going on, allowing them to stay in your room or staying together when there's a storm is important. Being united as a family, being prepared and being aware of the dangers and addressing them ahead of time is always helpful. And if you have some good advice for weathering the storm, go ahead and leave your response on the website. You can go to VintageHomeschoolMoms.com and look for Preparing for the Storm, episode 498. Take care, everyone. God bless, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com. And the Vintage Homeschool Moms dot com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.